When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here as in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. So it's uh, all for play for still. I think so. Do you want to bet against us? Hello, Aston Villa fans, and welcome to For the Love of Paul McGrath podcast. And I must say, I enjoyed that game. Enjoyed that game of football. And if any of you guys were here for the uh, team sheet tantrum, um, you remember I was saying that this has been a real enjoyable series. It's been a series full of goals, opportunities to try things out against top opposition. Um, no one's came and packed the bus anyway, that's for certain. It's been very much a... A series that's allowed teams to kind of look and see how they are going forward more so, I think, than um, than trying to, I suppose, solidify at the back, if that makes sense. But uh, I, I, I found a really, really enjoyable game. Like, I suppose it depends on what your mindset is when you come into a preseason game. If you're expecting the last game of a, tri- uh, of a trip like that to be pitch perfect and mistakeless and and everyone to have the not the rust knocked off well then you mightn't have been too happy about today there's obviously issues like in defense at times because we were playing different partnerships playing different systems i think we played three different defensive systems throughout the whole game you know you're going to have little bits and pieces of miscommunication and an error uh, specifically between midfield and defense and so on and look that's to be expected but for me i really liked what i what, what i saw out there i liked the I liked what happened when we almost went into... So, obviously, we had that water break 2-0 down. And we'll go through the through the goals and stuff like that. 2-0 down, we have this water break. And then we come roaring out of the block. So, what happened in that instance there was Unai Emery had a chance to see what was going on, changed it up. John McGinn went to small before the forward played in that 10 role. And I think he really, really made a massive difference when he went in there. And we scored three goals in 10 minutes. You know, so little things like that. The fact that the coaching squad were able to, the coaching staff were able to look and see how the game was going. 
change it up, albeit there's no way that you could have coached Desiree Conzat to make to, to score the goal that he scored. Um, because for obvious reasons it was just an absolute wonder goal run from from uh, his own half. But I really liked that that performance. I did, and um it's a really good tune up for uh the two games that I always felt were going to be the two um the 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 two closest to um to full strength games that we're going to play one against obviously Lazio and then against Valencia as well. Um, I I I must say look without telling anybody how to be a fan or anything and everybody's entitled to their own opinion or whatever but you know obviously so am I and so is so is everybody in the comments and all opinions gratefully received and and respectfully taken. But um, I felt there was a tiny little bit of um. Uh, unhappiness after the game or stuff and, and and things like that. I felt, I felt you know it was a it was a bit of mid season form of uh, this player is shit, this player is crap, this player needs to get out of the club, this player needs to be sold and stuff like that. And um, like I I just I I just don't understand it. I don't understand it during during a a, a preseason a preseason game like that when players could have been run very very hard during. And I haven't looked at your comments, so in case anybody thinks I'm talking about them from the comments they've put in here, I haven't looked at them yet. But I will be getting to them. Um, I just wanted to, to to kind of to kind of mention it head on that you know um, a lot of those players would have been coming uh, would would have would have done a lot of fitness work and, and and a lot of the work that would have been done from from um, Wednesday to now would have really just been shape work and stuff like that. So it would have been fitness work and shape work. So it's it it, it was it's never going to be perfect. Like Ollie Watkins the. The, the two chances that Ali Watkins missed today he broke his absolute nuts to get into those positions. You know, the one where he tries to take it around the goalkeeper and uh, it just squirts past the past the um, the post. I think if that's in the, in the middle of a, a game, in the middle of the season, he slides, he taps that one in, but he wasn't going to do that in whatever 30 degree heat in, in a preseason game and, and risk colliding with the post and getting injured the one that comes across on him and he skies over the bar look that's that's just poor technique and i think that's okay to say but i think he's all around game today i think apart from the the the, the chances that those two chances which will stick in everybody's mind i thought he was absolutely brilliant today i thought leading the line in his own i thought and i agreed with um with, with the commentator when he talked about himself and the abbey being um unusually kind of comfortable playing off each other uh, considering that the Abbey's only been here a handful of days, but uh, no, I just wanted, like as I say, I, I I'm not here to tell anybody what to think or tell anybody how to how to be a fan, but I just do. I myself wasn't negative about any of those things. You expect them, you know. These are the times to swing a leg at something when it's coming across the box, or these are the times to 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 iron out and say, oh, I thought you'd go there. So so like. Pau Torres, you 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 didn't go there, so now I know you don't go in that instance. You instinctively don't do that. So in future, I need to talk to you if I need you to go in that in that direction. And all this kind of stuff comes with with just playing together. Like we we were very excited, or I was very excited, should I say, prior to the game with the with the setup of of having Pau Torres in there. And um, you know, numerous times in the first half, they went directly over his head, um, and with a crossfield ball to try and get Shad in, and 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 their the penalty was. Essentially, that they went over his head. Shad, Shad, um, no, it wasn't. Was it? Was that for the penalty? Yes, it was. They went. They went over, and Shad came in. I don't know how he was onside. I've, I've absolutely no idea how he was onside. They, I don't think they played a replay. Pop in the comments there, anybody, if if they put a replay of that of of the offside decision for the for the first goal, um, because if he was, it, it, it's an absolutely superb run, um, 
but I've no idea how he was onside. He gets in, Kanza gets back, uh, can't get anything on the ball, but Kanza did brilliantly to get back in that instance there, but it was a stonewall penalty and, and, and dispatched really well. The second goal, I think it was, for De Silva, um, the ball goes over, over Pau Torres's head, and, and look, there's not much he can do there. They just targeted him for it, you know, a full back or a center center back playing a full back. And um they probably kind of drifted too far in the field. Uh ball went over his head. The silver takes it down, cuts inside, and Max went into the top corner. Um an absolute wonderful goal. Um not too annoyed about the two of those. Um, from the fact that I didn't see the 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 offside and and then this one. Yeah, you could say that he was give, this guy was given too much space to Silva, but he swings a leg at that in future. They're going, they're going thirty yards over the bar, you know, and um, that's not a natural thing for him to do to be able to smack it in there. But he did, and it was a serious goal, and it, like it was probably goal of the day. And that's saying something considering the Ezra Kanza goal, which comes next. Um, as I mentioned previously, Kanza picks the ball up just outside his box, makes a run to Brentford players. Like the best thing about that run is. Uh, he maneuvers his body to hit one Brentford player with the belt of his shoulder and then immediately turns around and hits the other one with his left shoulder and knocks the two of them flat on the ground, leaves them for dead, and then the Brentford um, defence backed off. Um, I don't know would they back off like that in an actual game, uh, like a game in, in, in a league situation, but they did. I think they were afraid of Diaby's pace. They were afraid of uh, of Watkins getting in behind, and it just opened up like the Red Sea for... Um, Fresri Kanza and he smacks it into the back of the net. Um, I think I think Brentford will have cause to, to 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 probably you know they've they've got a brand new goalkeeper in there and he's going to need to get on the same wavelength as his backline as well. Um, I, I'm not sure in a situation like that that there was very much communication going on from the goalkeeper, but he's brand new into the state into the situation. As we know, David Rea is uh, is likely never to play for Brentford again. Um, but we profited from that situation, and, and fair play to Ezra Kanza was a brilliant goal. And then the next goal was who got the next goal? I can't remember. I'm Alex Rodriguez, and I'm Jason Kelly from Bloomberg. This is the deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Diaby. Dabby was the next goal. Lovely, simple goal. So, so simple. Pass to the side when you've got a, a player like that. That's one of the beautiful things that Diaby brings to this team. When you've got a player that, I suppose, defenders know is tricky and they know he's got latent pace. And when they stand off him that small bit too much, all he needs to do is shift it onto his left foot and bang in the back of the net. That was as simple a goal as you'll see. But you know what? The funny thing about it is I think we're going to see that a couple of times this season. I really do think we are because uh, I think teams will be afraid of him from that point of view. And 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 I just want to say as well, obviously Leon Bailey came on in the second half. 
you know, prior to signing signing Diaby, I, I I couldn't quite verbalize why I felt that there were different types of players. And I know it, one swallow doesn't make a summer, and I know that uh, that it's only two partial performances we've seen or partial uh, appearances from Musa Diaby, um, or or two halves, should I say? And Leon Bailey only had a partial uh, appearance today, but. I think you can kind of see that they are different players. They move differently with the ball. They um, have just a small bit of a different kind of go about them as well. And like like Leon Bailey doesn't finish that goal today. Leon Bailey doesn't finish that goal today. He probably tries to go, come inside, cut back outside again, then cross the ball because he doesn't have that that type of confidence, I don't think, at the moment. Um, but fair play to Diaby. That's two goals and two and long may I continue. Um, I thought moving John McGinn into that kind of positioning behind the goal behind the two the, the two strikers and, and, and push the Abbey out or sorry when I say the two strikers I'm talking about the Abbey and Watkins and push the Abbey more out to the right hand side. I thought that really worked. Um and for Matt that was for this goal ball comes I think to, to I think it was McGinn. No it wasn't it was Maddie Cash's goal. Ball comes into McGinn once again McGinn just shifts it right. Uh with the players there at the right time. The the one thing I love about this about Emery's tactics and it was the same last season is um we're very we're very in tune with when to release the ball, if that makes sense. Specifically when our fullbacks are getting high. We're not leaving them waiting for passes. We're passing it at the right time. Um, we're, we're sucking just the right amount of people in, and that's what happened in this goal here. Uh, we suck the right amount of people in. Comes to Matty Cash, and just like you did against Everton two years ago, finds a left foot out of nowhere and bangs it into the back of the net. You know, it was taking no prisoners with that shot, and we're 3-2 up. And then... Um, and then the last goal, the goal for for uh, Brentford, a brilliant strike from uh, from is it Lewis Potter, Potter Lewis, Lewis Potter, whatever his name is, um, comes back off the crossbar. I thought Martinez got a touch to it, but he didn't. It drops, and and um, I think Mings gets in the way of it, and the ball breaks out, and Buendia was caught flat footed as Baptiste just got onto the end of it and stuck it in the back of the net, and that was three all really. Um, some nice cameo or some nice performances I thought today. I'll get your comments in a moment. Uh, some nice performances. I thought Jaden Philogene um, Bidace, yeah, uh, at the start. Um, easy known, he's not used to heading the ball. The ball that came, comes across the, the area to him and he finds himself unmarked at the back post. Now, difficult chance to take the way he tried to take it, getting his right foot on it, not even his left foot, when it was going, got, almost gone past his body. But I think if he dives at that with a header, he probably scores. But look, that's nitpicking for the young man. I think he's been a real, like, he's going to be the one that's put his name up and he's put his hand up, uh, uh, put his hand up and he's put his name forward for... Um, for for Unai Emery and I think you ask Unai Emery coming out of this if you if you put truth serum he'll say I'm delighted this guy has, stu- has stood up because um uh, it's a position that we need you know having that unpredictability having that having that defensive stability because Philogene he's 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 diligent enough back there as well you know he's he's not going he, he's like he seems like a guy who's who's doing what he's told in defense which is fine which is exactly what you want actually in fairness but what he's doing when he goes forward is he's got that he's able to back himself, you know, to to maybe take the ball down down the side of players or to ghost in towards that back post there. So really well done to him, you know. I thought, um, I thought thought he, he, you know, this whole this whole trip has been absolutely fantastic for him. But that's news to nobody. Um, the back four, talking about the back four, um. You, it was it was very much a, a a performance at times whereby communication was lacking and they were all individually trying to defend while trying to they were obviously able to keep a line because we were we were pretty good albeit that uh, Kevin Shad is 
goal or the the penalty came from uh, that high line. But as I say, I'd love to see that back because I can't I can't believe that it's physically possible to be that far beyond the line and beyond side, considering the defenders that we have. Um, but once again, it could have been a communication mishap um, playing uh, Pau Torres out there. Um, and that's fine. You know, I'm okay for that to happen in preseason as long as it doesn't happen twice against Newcastle the first day of the season and we end up 2-0 down, um, you know, in the first eight, 8 or 12 minutes. That's when we need to start getting worried. But it's not, not anything to be worried about at all, I, I, I don't think. Um, but no, that back four was difficult, difficult to make uh, head or tail of it. Um just because I think there was a communication issue throughout the whole, throughout the, the first 20 minutes until the water break. And I think we tightened up afterwards and then the subs come and the subs will ruin any fluidity that a team has for sure. Like there's, there's just, it's very, very rarely that when you make 10 subs that, that, that the game doesn't peter out or become uh, a bit of a, a bit stale. Um, let's go to some of your comments here. Let's go to some of your comments. Oops, where are your comments going to? There they are. Um, mm, mm, I'm gonna go back up. Yeah. So, um, shootings tweet says was a good game. Yeah, I believe. Uh, I believe. Or I agree with you. Should I say there? Um, Rachel says there are lots of positives and negatives, but it was good. Yeah. The the, the negatives are, are are sortable. Like you know, there's no there's no catastrophic failure with any tactical piece. Um, like if I was if I was Brentford, I'd be a small bit worried. Um, about some areas that they have. Like I would be worried about. Um. I'd be worried about the middle in our midfield. I'd be worried about, uh, you know, maybe it was because of who they had out there, but I thought we we were able to pass through them once we once we figured them out. Midfield, we were able to pass through them very easily in the in the the this latter half of the first half and the early half of the second early part of the second half. You know, I thought we were very we found them easy to get through, and and teams have found them easy to easy to pass through their midfield in this summer series as well. So um, I think if I was Brentford, I'd be worried about that. Um, where else are we? Yeah, Chris is Chris is saying we played some good stuff. Can you get Paddy on to see how monitored he is? No, I can't. I, I I don't think there's a. It's not after the watershed, so I certainly can't get Paddy. I'd love to get him on, all right, but uh, he did actually text me. I presume he's not looking to know when he can, uh, um, uh, when he can pop on. No, he's not. He is. Ah, oh, he's actually coming down from Dublin back to back home for it. I didn't expect that. Um. A lot of people saying, uh, Shane, oh, there's Paddy. He's actually in the house. He's watching. Um, a lot of people saying, Shane, we couldn't get a win uh, today and have a little trophy. Yeah, it's a bit of a shame, all right, but um, I have a funny feeling that Chelsea are going to go and going to go to town in this game that's uh, just on now at the, uh, at the moment. So um, I don't know even if we did win today, if it would have, uh, if that would have given us the trophy. I have no idea what way the permutations went, uh, but uh, it, it would be an interesting one. All right, if we did win. Uh, so PSK is saying, as per my earlier message, expect the media to start reporting the incoming in the next seventy-two hours. I'm I'm licking my lips already. I really am, and I'd be really interested to see where that is, or what what player it is, or what position it is. Because as I say, um, we're we're looking at a nice rounded team, um, our our squad even at the moment. You know, some of the players we brought in did well. I thought, uh, I was, I, I I'm I'm not going two footed in on anyone, but. I thought for all the you know the videos of Coutinho looking fat, looking fit, and everything like that, he just looked a small bit older today. He looked a small bit slower, um, like that shot he took that went eight to ten yards wide. Um, I could see the frustration building up in him, and then when he took that shot, I went, "Yeah, probably shouldn't be doing that." Um, but look, as I say, he's had limited minutes. He's been out. He's been out injured for quite a while. 
Um, and and uh, I think he himself knows that he's not a, a, a mainstay within this team. Uh, he could contribute all right for sure, but I think he needs late minutes in the legs. Um, but we're getting approaching the season, and it's just been it's been a bit bit difficult for him. I think if if he was available for Walsall, if he was available for the last two games, um, in like if he wasn't injured prior to those, I think it would have been much better for him for this off season. But um, yeah, it might be he might be somebody. I think that as the transfer deadline um begins to to approach the deadline uh, approaches, I think we might field offers for him. And it'll be interesting to see what happens there. Best also, PSK is saying that somebody might be coming in, so it might be uh, somebody to, an attacking player, which might knock him further down the pecking order again. Who knows? Um, this is exactly it. It's only AI or it's only Al. I don't know which that which one that is. The pace of our wide players creating a lot of space down uh, down the middle, and then being able to overload for cash to score was brilliant. But they're showing his quality at a young age. Yeah, exactly. So as I say, um. John McGinn slotting in there, drawing out, trying to draw out one of our back three as well. Um, it was quite intelligent, and um, I like that. I like that goal. I like the simplicity of those two goals, the one for Diaby and the one for Cash as well. Um, where else are we? I'm just going to, going to go. Yeah, a um, couple of people saying that Ali looked knackered as well. Um, I, I, I think a lot of players began to tire, as the, especially after the first half, because, to be honest with you, I think... I think they probably like like it. First of all, it was midday sun, midday sun in Baltimore or in Maryland or wherever it is. That's going to be hot. Can't remember what it what they said it was, but it's going to be hot. I know they've been over there for a while, but still, it drains you. And second of all, if you think these guys haven't had the absolute nads ran off them at times during the course of the last two two weeks, well then, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. So like coming to the end of a tour like this, I think that they'll be all looking to get into the recovery session maybe tomorrow, then hit a plane and come home. I don't know if they're coming home today, t- today, or, uh, or or tomorrow, but um, I would imagine that there will be a recovery session, and then it would be more um, more uh, familiar kind of build up to the next two games as they get ready for get used to how they're going to build up. Uh, in in the build up towards Premier League games, I think uh, coming up as well. A uh, view from the stands. Good to see you, man. He says here, here in the overreaction comments, Neil. But also get what you mean about having to respect other people's views, as it's hard not to bite. Yeah, look, uh, I, I look as I say, everybody can be a fan whichever way they want. As I say, that's the beauty of discourse. It's the beauty of of uh, of a lot of social media. And um, as I say, my my opinion on it is that you know when you, the cold light of day that. People just don't like certain players because they don't like certain players, and and the second something goes wrong, they're like, "This player is unsalvageable," and 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 that's fine. They can think that all they want, and I can have a different opinion. Two people, two people can shake hands and both go to work the next day. You know, it's not it, it it's it's become a a battleground, specifically over sport, like you know, especially specifically over the two people supporting the same team. Certain sometimes can get into can get into a battle over things, and I can never understand that because. It's uh, at the end of the day, my opinion is meaningless, and unless your name is Una, not you, not you, but you know the the, the general you, unless unless the person that I'm arguing with is Una Emery, it doesn't matter who's right or who's wrong. It genuinely it doesn't, and all it does is just foster someone having a bad day. Um, so that's that's my opinion on it anyway. Um, but yeah. I must get you on again, actually, man. I must get you on again. Uh, I really enjoyed that last chat that we had last last summer. Um, must definitely hit you up for that one. Uh, 
uh, uh, uh, uh, where are we? The temple of the Abbey Pleasure. Yeah, so a lot of you guys. Um, uh, 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 oh, the shadow thing was in his own half. Was that what it was? He was just inside his own half. Was that what it was? Yeah, because I, I didn't see it. I didn't see the replay of it at all. But uh, fair play and quite a run from him. So that's a, that, that's, that's electric pace from him as well. Um, mm, 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 where else are we there? I'm just looking at the comments there. Uh, uh, ben Me, yeah, there was a couple of ones there where Ben Me brought back, and and you know, I think he's been very much in the zeitgeist of Aston Villa, um, Aston Villa fans' minds, I suppose, with Wesley being moved on in the last couple of days. Ben Me's been brought up an awful lot, but uh, yeah, it was an interesting one today. There's a couple of meaty challenges from him, but um. Now, that's the type of player he is, I suppose. If he's playing for your team, you're going to love him. If he's playing against you, you're not going to love him because you're going to be terrified, specifically in a preseason game, that he might go... Like, he won a free when, when Bailey kind of backed out of a header, but arguably you could say Ben Mee went through, through the back of him as well. So, you know, what's a strong-headed challenge and what's backing into a player, you know? I, I, and I don't expect anyone to answer that. I'm, that's obviously what my Claret Blue glasses on there, but, um, you know, in a preseason friendly, when you're a foot taller than the person that you're jumping against and you go in that hard and heavy against them. That's just the type of player he is. And, and, and you know, as I say, that's why um, that's why he's probably stuck around at this level for so long because they are, um, they're needed. They're, those types of players are needed by some teams um, and they're loved by, their, by the players that, that play with them and, and the fans that they play for. Um. Do you know what I'm actually? Do you know what today? Today gave me a bit of a hankering for. I would have loved to have seen Alex Moreno today. Um, I would love to see Alex Moreno in all of these three games because of the attacking football we've been playing. Um, but what it has done, what it's also done, is it's uh, and JJ. I'd love to have seen JJ today more so than any other day. I think I would love to see JJ because, as I said, um, you know they 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 did compact our midfield, but when we when we took a step back and and started to play through them, we got a lot of, lot of um, a, a lot of joy out of it. And I think Jeju would have been very good today. It's a pity he's injured. Real pity he's injured. But look, he will be back. It's not a it's not a particularly bad injury. You know, I know it's time wise it is, but you know he'll he'll recover and he'll be back. He's only a young guy. And, and Alex Moreno, I said, I would love to have seen him there today because um, there was a couple of nice balls. Like there was a, there was a passage of play. I can't remember who it was. Was it Bailey in the second half? Bailey got a ball and he clipped it to the back post. And I think it was. I think it was Luca Dean that dropped it. And the pass that Luca Dean first time laid back into Diaby. And I don't know if it was Diaby shot blocked or did it go over the bar. But I think you guys might remember the, the um the the passage of play I'm talking about. As the ball dropped out of the sky, he almost he he just first time nailed the pass and it almost went like at a 45 degree angle off his foot straight back to Musa Diaby and Musa Diaby had a shot and I, don't, I think the shot might have been blocked but it's just a really nice passage of play it was and, and the, the the two things people remember for Leon Bailey are the one that hit the back of his heel and the one that hit the back of his head you know there's uh, the, the two balls if he ducks out of the one that hits him in the back of the head he's onto it and you know what happens there if he jumps over the one that hits him in the back of the heel he's onto it and he had, he had their back line on toast Incredibly unlucky, but incredibly unaware, you know, so and both of those can be true. You know, he was unaware of 
where the ball was because he had done such a good job of fronting up his man and basically giving him the legs to to, to break free from him. But he was unlucky. The, even, like, you can be unaware and get lucky too. You know, he could be unaware of where the ball is and it just drops over your shoulder and you get lucky. But he was unlucky that this ball wasn't six inches to the right and didn't just skim his ear as opposed to clipping him in the back of the head. So, like, was his performance great? No, it wasn't. But... You know, you could see some of the stuff he was doing. The end product was wasn't great, but some of the stuff he was doing to try and make things happen. That's now's the time to do them, and 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 that's the funny thing about Leon Bailey is he does those things right. It's just I think he genuinely has a lack of awareness of where he is in the field at times, or how a depth perception issue regards to when he's running at players that, that they're able to tackle him and they're able to get back at him and they're able to they're able, they're able to, 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 to get a foot in and, and, and the game against Leicester or Christensen, um, is it Christensen I think he is, the, the left back um, just, just showed that he, he never knew how far or how close to that player he was at any, at any time in the game, um, so I think it's an awareness and a perception issue, and can that be coached I, I presume it can, but you know, we're, we're, we're looking for it for the last 18 months now, so um, um and, and and we've got lots more preseason games to get on the wavelength with players as well, you know, specifically balls over the top. Um, uh, Mick, Nick, one win in three is a concern. Does it? Does anybody else? Is anyone else concerned about not winning preseason games? Und like, and this isn't having a go at you, Nick. It certainly isn't, but. Undefeated, so so one win in three is a concern. Undefeated against teams in the top half of the Premier League over the course of three games in a week, five points from from teams in the top half of the Premier League within the space of a week is quite good, you know. And as I say, I'd love to win every every preseason game, but. You're trying things. You're trying out different combinations. And, and specifically today, I think, we were trying out combinations. We went 2-0 down. Uh, we came back to 3-2. And then, you know, we make a raft of subs and they break to 3 all. I think these things are to be, to be expected. But as I, as I say, I, I, I think it's be great to win them all. Don't get me wrong. It'd be great to win them all. Um, yes, I did. I love that as well. I might be wrong. I might be wrong, says I love the Philogene's uh, attempt at the Doug Ellis bicycle kick. Yeah, I did too. He's he's a confident young man. I really like to see it. Uh, I really like to see it as well. Um, where else are we? Uh, I'm going to scroll down here a small bit. Uh, um. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. 
John Steele asks, um, is it me or does it look like Doug, Doug, does it look like Louis has gone up a level again? And British Mix says Dougie's true balls need need a mention. Yeah, it is true balls. I, I was, wasn't thorough. Um, because that was a completely different conversation that we would need to have. Um, yeah, I think Douglas Louise is really rounded out to be a really, 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 really uh, good midfielder. Uh, Premier League, top level Premier League midfielder at this moment in time. Um, he's a real creative force. Like he, he's, he's, he's energy, the energy that he has um, and the willingness to want to be on the ball. When, when, when you talk about like, you know, teams... Every team wants a player that can grab the game by the scruff of the neck. And players do it in different ways. And I think he's, his enthusiasm, the want to be on the ball and the energy and, uh, and the skill level he brings as well. Like that, it's sometimes, you know, the energy levels and, and, and your will to win, if you want to call it, or your want to be on the ball can be seen as, can be seen as like, as a negative that you're, you're compensating for something else. But he has great ability on the ball. Like he's a, tr- he's a true Brazilian midfielder. And, um, those little, you know, slide rule passes that he plays, or the true balls that he plays, or the, the ones over the top, like in, in Fulham against Fulham to to the Abbey, they're um, they're becoming more and more frequent, and that's a man that's getting more and more comfortable in his surroundings, comfortable in the league, in the pace of the league that he's playing in, and a man that's maturing and, and reaching his reaching his peak, and uh, I'm very happy with Douglas Dewey's. Very happy with him, and uh, I, I and like no no spoilers in this one, but he will be a superbly pivotal per- person. Like he's he's he surpassed Kamara, albeit Kamara being injured quite a lot last season. Um, we thought that Kamara would have been brought in to maybe wrestle him out of his position or keep him on his toes. He stood up to the challenge, and he's actually became a much much better player because of it. Um, albeit that he's moved into an eight as opposed to a six position. Um, he's made himself indispensable in this team, not only for his deliveries um, from set pieces and from corners, but just his all-around play is, 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 is really good. You know, He's a 7.5 out of 10 every, every game, and, and he's, he's 8 out of 10 games, and his 8.5 out of 10 games are becoming more, more and more frequent. So love it, yeah? And that's what we want. We want continuous growth from these players as well. We want, th- we want this team to stick together. We want to add to this team as opposed to be subtracting. And we will continue to be in a position to add to this team if players who regularly play at a six and a half start playing at a seven, start elevating their level, the team will grow together. And that's uh, that's Unai Emery. That's, that, that's Unai Emery. And it's one of the reasons why, um, why you know, it's like it's it's one of the reasons why he's been so successful, Emery, is that he's elevated players. And Danjuma, just look at Danjuma. Not a bad player, don't get me wrong. Not a bad player at all. But his time at Villarreal was comfortably the best period of football in his career so far. His time at Bournemouth was in the, was in the championship. Villarreal comfortably his best period of football. Um, goes to Spurs last year, can barely get off the bench. And now he's he's at Ar- he's at Everton now, and it'd be interesting to see how he performs under under um, under Dyche. But um, Una Emery is the magic sauce here. He is, and 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 I'm loath as well to just blindly trust him, you know. But the. But what he does is 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 very effective, very effective, and has been so far. Um, and and getting the best out of Douglas Luiz has been one of those as well. Um, where are we here? Uh, um, 
so a couple of people asking me about Pau Torres, a couple of people asking as well about uh, conceding a lot of goals. Well, the, the conceding goals thing is easy because we're playing different... Te- we're, play- we're playing... Like, we're rolling on and rolling off subs, essentially. And we're playing different... We're trying things out. Like, Pau Torres at left back today. Like, did any of you see that in your conflicts this morning when you woke up? Like, it's... It, and these things are going to happen in preseason as well. You know, the team is wrecked. The team is going to be training, doing two sessions, three sessions a day it's, uh, at times in these preseason camps. You know, so it's uh, it's not a worry for me that we're, we're conceding goals because some of the goals have been sloppy, yeah. But uh, some of the goals have been just that the preseason at times can be just made for attacking players. I think this summer season, this summer series has been made for attacking players, whether it be Elliot Anderson, the, the guy that scored against us and laid one on, um, went to town last night in the final, in, in, you know, I went to town last night and, 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 and had his fill at the end of the game. And lots of teams are conceding goals. I think it's a great run out. I also think it's the fact that we're playing against good caliber teams and we're nowhere near 100% and they're nowhere near 100%. And when that happens, you know, mistakes happen and, and games become much more open. If we were playing against the Trams or Strams Godstead or whatever, I go back, going back to um, my Scandinavian football again, if, you, if you're playing against those and we were conceding two goals a game or anything like that, we're a bit concerned. Um, well, I wouldn't even be concerned, but you would, you know, you'd, I'd have a gripe about it. But for this, it's just like we're we're playing different people starting in that back four. Um, we're rolling players in, rolling players out. Uh, different goalkeepers starting at times and and, and things like that. So, um, it's just chemistry, you know. I I think we would be fine come um come the, the start of this Premier League and and um, I think I think the defense wasn't an issue and i did i think that we've we fortified a bit in the defense as well so i don't expect it to be based on all the available evidence that we have when the defense is settled and placed together hope that makes sense and as kingy game says mvar helps with the offsides <laughs> uh, and then straight away underneath it gary Owen says enjoy football of var so look that'll tell you that'll tell you you know we've got we've got that's why football is so beautiful, the differing opinions. Um, and neither of the two of them are wrong. There's been some it's great the fact that the game isn't being called back every five minutes for stuff, but also it's great when things go against you. Like like I didn't see the replay of the Kevin. I was convinced he was offside, but if he ran from his own half, if I'd seen VAR, pff, brilliant. Would would have seen it. It would have had no qualms of it. You know? So um uh, sometimes uh, it's it's it swings around the boats with VAR. Right. I am going to leave you guys at that um thanks so much everybody for watching gosh there was over 200 people watching this um and it was the last minute uh stream that i did really appreciate it paddy's going to be back paddy's going to be langers tonight so i don't know is paddy going to be in any fit state to do a podcast at some stage tomorrow but i'll try and get him on paddy if you're watching um we might go about half past nine tomorrow night in in, in the uh, that's that's where i'm aiming for um so uh, get your sleep in early during the day um I also tomorrow on the podcast we're going to um going to give away the Moose of the Abbey jersey to one lucky winner. Um there's still time to enter. You can enter that. All you have to do is go back and find the tweet where it mentions the competition and retweet it. 
uh, like it and follow us on Twitter. That's all you got to do. And you'll be able to chance to win a Moose of the Abbey jersey of your choosing. It can be away or home. At the time we released it, the, home, the away kit wasn't out. So if you want the away kit, we'll get you get you the one with the, we'll get you the away kit with it on as well. So it's completely up to yourself. So get liking that. Get liking this as well. If you like the podcast, give us a, give us a, drop us a sub on uh, YouTube. It costs you nothing. I guess mad. You just happened to mention it. I mentioned it in the podcast there. Uh, and the team sheet tantrum. I got ten or eleven new subscribers on on, on YouTube. Just fantastic. Thank you so much to everybody who who takes the time even to just click on that sub button because uh, you know we're getting more and more people in here to chat to. And that's the beauty about it. But Paddy will be back. That's the main thing. Um, on the next podcast that we do. So um, in the meantime, try not to miss him too much. Uh, because uh, he'll be fine with a point in his hand. So so we won't worry too much about that. Um, especially when his team won today. But um, everybody else in the meantime, stay safe, stay healthy. We'll see you soon. And all that's left to say is up the villa. Sports Social Podcast Network. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.